What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of The Holy Hustle. This is episode 17. I'm Jalen. I'm Zach. Uh, it's been a minute. Zach, what's going on, brother? Man, uh, let's see. Emily and I are still on our road trip. We're in Utah right now. We have done a lot this summer. So we spent a weekend in Vegas. And Oh, yeah, I didn't favorite. even ask. How was that? Yeah, Jalen and I just got done talking for like an hour and a half. So <laughs> we'll see if we have anything else to say. Um, but it was cool. Like it was our first time going to Vegas and we're like two hours, hour and a half from Vegas. So we were like, let's go spend a weekend, see what it's like. It was cool to see. They, there's a lot of really cool buildings and a lot of like craziness out there too. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> we won't get into all that. But it was like, it was cool. Lots of really beautiful buildings, tons to do. We went to this uh, comedy slide of hand show of this like, dude that told jokes while he did basically like borderline magic tricks and it was actually really cool <laughs> I got there's some talented people out there bro oh dude yeah these people even on the street like there's some for real scam artists like if you go to <laughs> vegas just keep your money in your pocket and, and don't gamble don't do any of that just go people watch um eat some good food but and then um so today is what tuesday yeah tuesday so last thursday yep. emily and i went and did this hike called angels landing at zion and i'm deathly scared of heights but made it all the way to the end and it was just incredibly beautiful like dude the views up there second to none like and i think a lot of it was like a sense of accomplishment because it wasn't necessarily like the most beautiful landscape we've ever seen um not like categorizing god's like creation or anything but (laughs) it wasn't the most beautiful place we've seen but dude it was like definitely a big wow moment you know yeah um and we leave for europe next week so just kind of flying all over the place right now. Yeah, what day do you guys leave next week? We leave on Wednesday. Um, so okay. We'll like, yeah, one more time and then be gone over there seeing what seeing – what That's so exciting, like, dude. Yeah. That's so – was it your first time in Vegas? It was, yeah. yeah. Dude, <laughs> Vegas yeah. is so wild. Yeah. Like it's <laughs> – it's honestly so crazy that like a place like Vegas exists. Like everywhere you go is just like – Con artists, money, and sin. Sex, drugs. <laughs> sin. Yeah. E- absolute sin at like yeah. the highest of it all. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's, it can be a scary place. I've only been once and it was for that Celsius event that I went oh. and watched the UFC fight. So it was a really cool like event yeah. and whatnot. But yeah, dude, yeah. Vegas is, is crazy. Also, I don't know how you're doing all this hiking and stuff. I, uh, <laughs> I feel like one, I would never be able to like do that just because of my fear of like, I, I don't have high fear of heights, but I feel like I fear wild things too much. <laughs> like how have you guys not ran? into like a big brown bear, like black bear and just yeah, brown bear or black bear. Uh, I think it was a, I think it was a brown bear. It was. A oh, it was oh a hell no. Yeah, it was dude. No, they were, they were like, we were far. We're not those people that are like getting real close. They were like far enough to where I could still make it to the car and like drive away type far. But we saw a whole herd of uh, what are the, of bison? At bison. Yeah, yeah, we saw um, like these mountain rams in uh, Zion, and they were like doing the headbutting thing, and that was so sick. But I'm excited for the new creation because apparently, like if you read it in the Bible, um, everything lives in harmony. So I'm like, I'm gonna just go up to a bear <laughs> and just finally get that bear hug. <laughs> uh, you uh probably would never be on the podcast again if you tried that yeah not here <laughs> yeah dude it's so good it's so good there's Dang. something about getting to a high place and just like being with only like emily myself some other people around and like god's creation but i don't yeah. know i'm not explaining it's, something about it's it, probably but. beautiful dude i can't wait for that for ashley and i's honeymoon because that'll be my first time out the country and it'll be our first time like actually taking a trip where it's just us two mm. and it, it's gonna be awesome so Great. we still need to decide where yeah we don't oh, know dude i highly suggest hawaii really oh dude it's so good i've heard maldives is beautiful mm. i've heard uh Honestly, the place we wanted to go or want to go possibly is Turks and Caicos. Okay. But yeah, but I've also heard that Turks and and Caicos is a lot of water excursions. And you know me, bro. Your boy is not. See, but I did that in Miami enough. I was on jet skis like every other weekend. Yeah, I feel that. 
so everything else is probably like scuba diving or something. And I'm like, nah, bro, I'm good. And and, yeah. and just so y'all know, I can swim. Okay, I can swim. I yeah. just, I can't, no, I'm a really good swimmer. I just hate again wild animals, bro. <laughs> Everything no. lives in harmony. Just not here on Earth. I don't think. Not, not here yet. Not yet. <laughs> Man, that's funny though. Um, uh, what are we talking about today? So we got um, this was Zach's idea. So. I still need to post. Uh, I need you to see. For a bad yeah. podcast. This was, <laughs> this was yeah. No, uh, I need to post the second part to how to read your Bible. Um, that will be up probably tomorrow. Um, you guys will see this later. But uh, we're starting another part two series, right? Correct. We're yeah, going yeah. to do two parts of this. Uh, and we're talking about the gospel. Um, what is the gospel? And... Zach came up with this idea, like I said, and after we talked about it for a little bit, you know, like he said, we were talking for like an hour before the podcast even started, just about all sorts of stuff, gospel included. Um, but we just think it's really important and vital to uh, growing your relationship with Christ and understanding what your foundation actually is in the gospel and, um, you know, actually understanding why it's important to keep that at the center um, of your relationship with Christ. So Zach, I'll let you go ahead and take it away, um, yeah. with whatever questions or, you know, wh whatever you had first. Yeah. Um, kind of just really to echo what he was talking about is like, <clears throat> we feel like the gospel is, uh, is, is, uh, something that maybe we've been taught wrong. I'm not fully wrong, but just like maybe missed out on a couple of things because we weren't paying attention or whatever the case may be. So we just wanted to talk about like, what it means to share the gospel and what even is the gospel in the first place. Um, and I think it's impossible to mention the gospel without mentioning, obviously, Father, Th Father, Son, the Spirit, the Word, um, and eternity, and Abraham and his faith, and all kinds of things. You know, um, oftentimes we try to boil the gospel down to like John 3.16. And even Jalen and I, we've taken John 3.16 through, I think, 20 and been like, if you had to. But don't, don't 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 put yourself in that situation. But like if you had to boil it down, um, it's John three sixteen through like twenty or twenty one. Um, but you know, the more we think and pray and meditate and listen and learn and just like seek God, the more we find out that the gospel is so much bigger than um, what maybe we've we've known in the past. Um, and so I think like really the the gospel is just like the announcement of God's kingdom. Um, like Jesus talks heavily about the kingdom of God is at hand or near however you want to talk about it. Um, and that's like him coming in, uh, coming into life and teaching us and um, praying and preaching and rebuking and doing all kinds of things, you know. Um, but the Bible, you know, the Bible is the message of, of, uh, of Jesus' life, his death, his resurrection, and his future coming. Um, so I think, again, to boil it down to like what I, what I was just talking about, the gospel is the announcement that, you know, the day is coming when God's kingdom will reign. Um, just like the Lord's prayer, may your kingdom come. That's what Jesus is talking about um, is for God to be the ruler of all things, you know, um, where there's perfect harmony and nothing but his goodness flows. And we still, there's still work to be done and still things that we can do. Um, and it's not necessarily just like sitting down and with our feet up with God, but kind of returning to what we were supposed to be in the beginning, you know, when he set Adam and Eve in the garden and it was like, be fruitful, multiply, you know, and the fall ensued and all kinds of things happened after that. And then obviously that leads up to us. Um, but the gospel message is something that should be liberating, not a burden. Um, mm -hmm. at times it can feel like a burden because it's like, man, you know, you see someone in your life and you're just like, I wish that they could be saved from, you know, their past, their present, their future. Um, I pray that, you know, I hope that when they stand before God, that, um, Jesus is with him and he's like, yeah, this person's with me. Um, and sometimes, you know, you get to talking to people and the gospel almost seems like a burden to them in terms of like. You know, if you don't believe in the gospel, you're not going to get into heaven. Um, and there's no no person, no human that gets to decide who gets into heaven and who doesn't. But we have a message to carry um, that's liberating, and that's the gospel. So Yeah. No, that's so good, dude. Um, yeah. So I was on, you know, we talked about in the last episode how important Logos is. Uh, so I was on Logos, <clears throat> and I looked, I literally just typed in gospel. And um, it's crazy because did you know what it actually is like translated to announcement well yeah yes but <laughs> what else? apparently the word came from god's spell oh yeah. yeah 
And so okay. then we as English people translated it to the good spell or good news. And okay. so it's just so crazy to know that like the gospel, the word alone itself. And this is why, again, we talked about in the last episodes, how important it is to like do word studies, actually understand what you're reading. Gospel alone came from the word God spell, which means good news. And it's so important for us to understand that and know that because that's what we have been called to preach to other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and the announcement that Jesus came with, like his announcement wasn't that I, that I'm going to come and die. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? That was his action. His announcement right. is that God's kingdom is coming. So fear not, I got this. He's like, I got this under control. Gives me goosebumps right. just thinking about it because <laughs> Jesus came in and he was just like trying to teach us. And for some reason, a lot of us have uh, misinterpreted or been taught wrong or whatever the case may be. So um, Jalen and I want to do less like teaching and more encouraging to just like get into your word on this mm -hmm. one. Um, spend some time studying and researching that word gospel um, one big one or one big section that you can read is Romans one through four, um, talks, uh, Paul talks heavily about, um, kind of the history of, of Jesus family, um, the lineage, why it matters and all kinds of stuff. Um, and then he does a lot of like correcting, um, which I think there's a ton of value there for us. He talks about how all of us are guilty. Romans three twenty three. we're all, uh, sinners. We all fall short of the glory of God. So this is maybe not like the most encouraging thing to hear, but, um, it's really hard to talk about the gospel without realizing that, like, you know, we're sinners. Um, we all fall short. Um, none of us deserve to spend eternity in the holiest of holies with God, um, which is something Jim and I just talked about, too, the holiest of holies and the like, temple and how we're supposed to be the temple, um, the meeting place of heaven and earth, the place where God's presence reigns and is, shine, is shown throughout the rest of the world. Um, and that's the message that we carry, that that goodness that we've received from God, not that we started believing in God because we raised our hand at church one day and now we're rich. We have a four bed, three bed house in the suburbs and we got a Benz on 15s. Like that's not the message, you know, <laughs> or fifties, I should say 15s would be little bitty tires. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like, it's the message that I, I've been liberated and I have faith and I've truly put my faith in Jesus. Um, and when you put your faith in Jesus, that's not just like a blind, like, yeah, I, I'll trust that guy. I put my name down, you know, I'll sign yeah. this petition. It's like, no, that's the thing that convicts you and spurs you into action because um, it's only by God's grace and like the things that we do in our life that we can be saved. But anyway, all that to say is like, it's really hard to talk about the gospel without realizing like there's some, there's kind of some bad news that goes with this good news. <laughs> like, how is it good if it, if there's nothing to kind of, right. to? <clears throat> it's almost like the question of like, when someone asks you, you know, like, all right, I got some news. You want the good news or bad news first? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you've got to, you got to get nitty and gritty before you get to the good. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, that's, that's so good, dude. Yeah. Cause in the beginning God created, like he brought order all to all the chaos, you mm -hmm. know? Um, and even in the beginning, like if you get into the word, you read Genesis one, let me pull it up here real quick and just show how wrong we might have it. Genesis one, one says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was foremost and empty and darkness covered the deep waters and the spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. And then he goes on and creates everything, including the inhabitants of like the spaces. But anyway, so in the beginning, what we should do, Jalen, I'm way off topic here, but no, you're good. You're good. Is like literally just go through the Bible and just say, yeah, we're going to do a month on Matthew and just spend a month only talking about the book of Matthew, Genesis and everything like that. But, um, so again, Genesis 1, 1, God created the heavens and the earth. Like we think, you know, where he lives and where we live. And that's not the case. <laughs> so like, go again, you know, we don't want to impose anything. We just encourage you to go and look and do some studying and do some meditating and praying and consulting with God and wiser people. But um, so he brought order to chaos, created the Garden of Eden, placed Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, created a everlasting river, which just, man, come on, sounds just like Jesus. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um on the cross and in eternity in revelation 21 and 22, but he creates this place where he dwells with his people. Right. Um, and then they mess up and then he's like, dang it. He banishes them from the garden of Eden. Time goes on, time goes on. And then the tabernacle is built and you're like, okay, here's the tabernacle. Oh, this is a place where God reigns or Mount Sinai, whatever you want to look at first. Cool. Okay. And then time goes on and the tabernacle gets upgraded to the temple. And then you're like, Oh, another place where God, intersects with people and the temple like that's his dwelling place only certain people can get into the to the holy place even 
Um, and then time goes on. And then Jesus, you start to recognize, oh, he's the temple. And then later on, you recognize, oh, Jesus is calling us to be the temple, the place where God resides, the place where heaven and earth interact. You know, as he's going through his life, he's just creating these little, Tim Mackey calls them little pockets of heaven everywhere mm -hmm. that he goes with the woman, the adulterous woman healing Lazarus, um, feeding the 5,000. He's creating these little pockets and little windows and like heaven, you know. Um, and, and again, heaven is the place where we and God live together for eternity, you know, um, the place where there's no tears, no pain, no sorrow. Um, they say gnashing of teeth, which is not something that like we say in our regular day, but just like all these evil things, you turn on the news, you see racism, you see bigotry, you see hatred, you see kids being oppressed to make your shirt, all kinds of terrible things. God's like, Jesus comes with an announcement and a trumpet and he's like, done. This day's going to come to an end. And yeah. Only God's goodness is going to reign. That's the gospel. Yeah. Um, it's not for me. It's not just for me. It's for the world to know. And if it really liberates you, if, and I, this might sound challenging, but if it truly liberates you, you couldn't help but tell other people that message that like, hey, the day's come. And all you have to do is just like put your trust in Jesus, believe in him, have faith. But, you know, you pull that word faith out and it's like, what does that mean? You got to pull mm. that apart. We'll, we'll talk about that another time. But it should be a message that liberates you and makes you be like, I can't help but tell people about this new place. Dude, that, that is so, <laughs> so, so, so good, bro. Um, the fact that you that you said that just made me like, I swear I feel felt the Holy spirit just come alive in me. Um, yeah. It truly is a message that like you would never want to hide from anyone. You would never want that to not be told the moment that you find out what the good news is and what the gospel truly is, is the moment that you start to realize as long as you have put your faith in Jesus and that um, you want to have a relationship with God, as long as you have said that in your heart and in your mind, and you know that a hundred percent, the gospel is something that truly will liberate your life if you allow it to. And it's not something that, like Zach said, that you would just hide and you wouldn't tell anyone. It's something that is truly going to change your life and change other people's lives. So why would you not tell it? Yeah. Yeah. And like it's Paul talks about it, the transforming, you know, mm -hmm. and Jesus talks about it, the rebirth. Like we we've made so many metaphors and all kinds of things, but let's just take it for what they say. Yeah, you know, and I was talking – go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 you're good. So I was talking to Zach before the podcast about this. Yeah. I'm going to bring it up again because I think it's really important. Um, and this is, again, Tim Mackey, the Bible Project, so, so good. Um, if you really read through Paul – or sorry, if you really read through Ephesians and look at what Paul is saying, um, he talks about what is called an apocalypse or what the true – word was used as is apocalypsis, which means to reveal or a revelation. Mm -hmm. So a metaphor that we could think of it as is illumination or knowledge. So you're, you know, something happens and a light bulb goes off. Yeah. That's what Paul is speaking about. But what he's saying is the apocalypse of Jesus in Ephesians. And so it's just so crucial to understand what the good news and the gospel of, um, of our faith is, is understanding that his, the kingdom is coming, right? Mm -hmm. And to really have that light bulb go off in your head that like, okay, this is what I'm basing my foundation or about basing my faith on. And this is the foundation that I'm going to base it on. Mm -hmm. That's what the gospel is. And that's what it means to understand it and know that like, okay, that light bulb went off. Now let me live by that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and a lot of, uh, not a lot, but I've, I've ran into a handful of people recently who, um, are very focused on not a handful of people. One one person is <laughs> very focused on um, counting the days to Jesus like return. Oh. Um, and I don't think that's the purpose of uh, the gospel message or the purpose of the Bible. You know, if you look at just that one book, then maybe you could kind of disseminate that. Um, but again, that's why even in the book of Revelation, it's like listen to the words of this book and obey the laws written and all the all the things that are written in the book of Revelation. Um, but lots of stuff happening, just go slow when you read through it. Um, but it's like, you no, know, the, this author's talking about, I think it's John that writes it. Um, this author's talking about like the entire book, the entire mm -hmm. Bible, all the books, you know, the whole, the whole story, we've got to take it all into account. Um, and again, like it just goes back to the message of it's only by grace and like the things that we do, the way that we actually live our life. That's what shows our faith, you know? Yeah. Um, plenty of people will say, I have faith. I have faith. I have faith. And, you know, 
a very elementary level would be like, yeah, but you don't even go to church, you know, and there's, that's a whole rabbit hole, but it could also just be like, yeah, but you're not, you don't, you don't seem to be liberated from the word, from the yeah. gospel message. You don't seem to like want to share that with anybody else, you know? Um, and I always think about like, we go to Lansing all the time uh, back when we were in Kansas city. And I would always picture the guys in there, like the world has counted them out and, you know, said whatever, because they're prisoners, they're going to be locked up for life, whatever the case may be. And I always look at them like, man, I want to be there in heaven standing at the gates when uh, they walk in or their family walks in. And that guy who the world counted out, Jesus redeemed by sending some young 20-something-year-old group of guys. Mm, that's so good. And it's like they walk in and they're like, and God's like, you know, well done, my good and faithful servant, or whatever it is that he says, um, if, he, if he lets them in. And it's like, man, the power. Like, I got to play a role in that. I, I'm not the one yeah. who decided that, but yeah. we have a role to play. Like, we get to... We get to share that message and like, you know, you're going to be persecuted. There's going to be people, be people that think you're absolutely nuts because you think some guy died, came back to life. And now you get to spend eternity in heaven with God. Like, what does that even mean? That's a pretty crazy story. If you think about yeah. it till you read the word and then you're like, actually all this are like Loki really, really adds up. <laughs> this all makes a whole lot of sense. There's confusing parts of course, but you get into it and you're like, how could I not talk about this? And I probably annoy that crap out of Emily because I'm always talking to her about like random like theology stuff that I'm reading about <laughs> or whatever. And like that stuff's not going to save me. But I'm like, man, like this is so it's it's and it's interesting too. And you're like, dude, this is so interesting. I can't I can't not talk about it. You know? Yeah. You're sitting on a train, you see some guy that's addicted to drugs, and you're like, oh, what a homeless man. Or like, oh, I feel bad for him. Maybe he didn't have a right family home or whatever it is. And I got somewhere to be. I'm going to scroll my phone, whatever it is. It's like, share the gospel. If it's yeah. good, you yeah. know what I'm saying? If it really liberated you, you would want him to be liberated too. Or you know what that makes life. me think of? And this isn't necessarily like, I'm sure you could find somewhere in the Bible where there's a verse that kind of sounds similar to, the, similar to this, but like a saying that people say, never let someone else control your, your own destiny. So like, yeah. for example, the guys in Lansing where it's like, you know, people have counted them, counted them out their whole lives, or maybe it's you watching this or listening to this. And somebody's telling you, you know, there's no way you're a believer. You, you know, you fall sore or you, you sin every day. You know, who says God's going to let you into heaven with what you do with your life. Never let someone control your destiny in a way that would allow you to fall short of, um, your opportunity at heaven. Like we're all going to fall short. We all, it says in the Bible, we all fall short of the glory of God, right? We're all sinners. And, it's inevitable. It truly is. But that doesn't mean that you can't turn your life around and give your life to Christ and allow the gospel to be what motivates you and what controls your life. Never let someone else control your own destiny by um, allowing out. allowing a naysayer to uh, dictate your outcome. Yeah. No, that, uh, yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, it really is a shame that um, the gospel message can be kind of contained by some people. But mm -hmm. honestly, sometimes I'm like, if you, if you're containing it, is that the gospel? Because if it was really the gospel, you could not help. And I'm not saying like, I have a macro, a megaphone. I go down the street and I scream <laughs> at people. But like when you see something and God puts it on your heart, you're like, mm, God, I have to say something. If I don't, this is going to kill me. You know, this is going to eat me alive. That's conviction. That's conviction. Yeah. That's yeah. the Holy Spirit poking at you and being like, Hey, remember when you used to go out and, you know, do all this crazy stuff and you see this young guy going through the same thing? You remember, are you wondering why I put you through that or why you went through that? Or, or even I didn't even put you through that. You put that, put yourself through that, but yeah. you know what God does? He turns all things for good. And in the new creation, what a lot of people call heaven, um, that's like, that's the place where, uh, people are liberated and saved and goodness flows. And, um, we go through those times Sometimes I, I, I truly believe that sometimes we put ourselves through those moments and God says, okay, in the new creation, I'm going to turn all things or I'm going to make all things new and same with like here on earth in the present place, you know, the, yeah. holy, you know, the holy place, I think is what it's called. But yeah, that's so good, dude. Um, but yeah, man, I feel like, <laughs> what do you, what do you feel like are some like common misconceptions about how the gospel has maybe been taught to you like in your childhood mm. or even in your adulthood, you know, like, or some things you see that you're just like, like, let's watch out for that, you know? Yeah. Um, and we, we talked about it a little bit earlier, um, raising your hand in church, 
that is not the gospel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people think that raising your hand in church is enough to say, okay, I'm saved and uh, now I'm going to heaven. That is yeah. not how it works. Um, I would think another one too is, and correct me if I'm wrong. So, okay. So there's the gospel and then there's the gospels, which are Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Correct. Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. Thank you. For that. Um, I think another misconception of that is saying, okay, I've read the gospels. Now I know the gospel. Oh, I think, um, the gospels are, are a great, um, I would never say anything of the word of God is something that you shouldn't like, you know, take, yeah. take in. Right. Um, but I would say just because you've read the gospels, I don't think you would know the gospel unless you fully analyzed, mm. um, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, as well as the rest of the Bible. Yeah. Um, cause it's very important. Like we've talked about before, it's very important to know, um, know your, like, know your story, know the story, know the Bible. Um, yeah. it's not just to say that, okay, I know who Jesus is and he died on a cross for me and now I'm good to go to heaven. Yeah. No, there's way more to it than that. I've said it a hundred times and I'll say it again. Yeah. If God wanted you to just say that, you know, who Jesus is and you're going to go to heaven, he wouldn't have made the rest of the Bible. All of it's yeah. there for a reason. Um, understanding the gospel and not just the gospel is, is very important, I think. And I feel like that's a mis that's a misconception. And, and correct me if I'm wrong and God, please don't let me misspeak. <laughs> we talked yeah. about this before we started. Um, but I think, and I, and I just thought of that too. So maybe, you know, my mind's just rambling or maybe that's the Holy spirit on my heart saying, actually understand and read all the gospels. And then also make sure that you have the background knowledge of the rest of the Bible so you can understand the gospel because like we said, um, there's bad news and then there's the good news. If you only hear the good news, that's great. But why was, why was there good news? What, what's the bad news? You know what I mean? Like if there's, there has to be a reason that Jesus came and died on the cross, correct? Well, let's go back to Genesis and Exodus and see what the heck happened so that we yeah. know why the good news is there. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm 100% with you. I think one of the one of the best things that you said right there was like confusing the gospel with the gospels mm -hmm. um, because they're a part of like the greater story. And obviously yeah. like it goes without saying, we're not at all crapping on the gospel. Book. Right, like, come on. yeah. Like if, if that's how you feel, you might need to go to a <laughs> yeah. like, some time with God. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, just like you said, you know, like those, those questions and thoughts that you just had, Jalen, those are things that I really believe Jesus would take when he went off into the wilderness and just like was with God and just meditated and fasted yeah. and prayed and like seeked God. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, and he knew what he was doing, boy. Like he knew every time what was going on. Um, and so for us, I think it's so important to like never try to distill the gospel message down to just like a few bullet points, you know, mm -hmm. oh, I can remember this real quick, you know, um, because then if that was, if, if God's, if you don't believe God's intentional, and that's basically what we, you know, we're saying when we try to boil it down to a handful of points is like, well, why am I just like you said, Jalen, before we talked, why am I reading about this King Nebuchadnezzar who was yeah. this, that, and the, and the third, like, what does it have to do with anything? You know, if, why does all this matter if Jesus came and died for me? Like, why yeah. do I have to read the yeah. Bible? That's another thing too, is like the gospel message, the true gospel message of like the coming creation and um, the bad news and everything like that and how it affects our world today. It's not just so, I can be forgiven of like sleeping with that girl last night, mm, you know, mm -hmm. and get into heaven one day. It's so that the whole world can be liberated. Again, like we said, it's not just for me. Um, but the the real like full gospel message will teach you that like, oh, we there's some there's some like stuff going on in this world that we were put here for a reason to like be there, be there for some people, you know. Um, from the very beginning, God has used his people very few things have happened just completely supernaturally. Even the right. supernatural things that you're like, well, God did what to that city? Like he sent warning. He sent people in there to warn them first and foremost, you know? Um, but yeah, and it's so liberating, man. I remember like the comfort that came from learning the gospel initially was like, oh yes. It's like when you go to dinner with somebody and they're like, I got the bill. And you're like, I'm yeah, yeah. Cheeseburger <laughs> with the bill yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then afterwards, it's not like there's strings attached, but you realize like, 
well, I don't think I was actually taught the right way what the gospel message mm -hmm. is. It's not just that like, man, I put my hand up like, and then I'm going to feel bad every time I go and do something crazy, do something sinful. You know, we have to remember sin is the thing that separ separates us from God. Like just like Adam and Eve, they were separated from God. Right. Um, and when we sin, that's like us distancing ourselves from the creator, the one who wants nothing but goodness. Mm -hmm. Um, his definition of goodness, not our definition of goodness. Um, and when you realize that, and then you again, start to learn the, the true gospel message of like, you know, the announcement of God's coming kingdom, like on full, you're like, I don't want to do anything that separates me from God. I will. Yeah. We all fall short. And, and every time you do after that, you're like, dang, man, like, just like Paul writes, like, I want to do the right thing, but I just can't. My sinful nature, like gets the best of me. Mm -hmm. um, and again, God's grace. And like, it's this loop that you get caught in. And again, just like, don't overthink it. Just take some time and, you know, get a, get your book, get your Bible out, go somewhere alone, be in community. Um, and like seek God, seek God yeah. the way that he wants to be seeked. I think, uh, something that, and we talked about it earlier before we hopped on the podcast, but maybe we should, we should touch on it a little that. bit. We really should have. It was a really yeah. good conversation. Um, but the fear of God, I think that comes into play with the gospel because yeah. we talked about it earlier. Like, Dude, the moment that you, so like you said, you had uh, somebody that you were talking to that is like trying to figure out when Jesus is coming and it's like. Yeah, he's coming in 19 days, so I'm not paying my rent. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, <laughs> first of all, let me say this. If you're trying to figure out when Jesus is coming, hey, good luck. In the Bible, it tells us that nobody knows the day or the hour or the time. Yeah. So stop trying to figure it out. <laughs> um, but I think that's where like the fear of God comes into play. The verse that I live by is Matthew 10, 28, <clears throat> when it comes to fear of God. Um, I got to pull it up. I, I know it, so I don't know why I'm acting like I don't. Oh, do not fear those who can kill uh, the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather, fear the one who can kill both uh, body and soul. Yeah. I have to, like, fully read it to get the actual thing. But nah. um, anyway, all that's to say... If you, and I'm going to try and go slow with this, okay? Um, if you do not fear the fact that God has every right in his creation to decide whether you will be damned to hell forever or will go to heaven and spend eternity with him, if that does not strike fear into your soul, I don't know what will. Yeah. Um, and, and the reason, yes. Yes. And the reason I think this ties in with the gospel is because his kingdom is coming. If you don't fear the fact that that time is unknown and you have no idea when that will happen and you continue to live your life in sin without giving your life to Christ and allowing the gospel to be your um, cause of what you do in this world, your source, yeah. your source you're in trouble. Yeah. And, uh, that's why I think, you know, the fear of God is important as well when it comes to understanding the gospel, because fearing God is very important in my opinion. Yeah. And that, it goes back even to like our, our calling in this world, you know, a lot of people are searching for an individual calling, but God is like, be the presence, be my image bearers. Just like I intended you to be in Genesis one, Genesis one or two, it's like kind of uh, foggy, but Genesis one and two, <laughs> right. <I> read it. <laughs> um, but it, it's because we, you know, when, if, if we don't show the world how good and like, we never can fully, but if we can't show them glimpses of heaven, um, which is like being with God, how are they supposed to know? How are they supposed mm -hmm. to believe in the gospel message? If you don't show them what that looks like, you know? Um, and I think adding some depth to that cliche thing, you know, be God, be the light or whatever people say. Um, I'm, I'm so on board with that, but like, let's pull apart that and maybe dive deeper because to Jalen's point, hell is a real place mm -hmm. and it sucks to say out loud. It really does. It really sucks to say that you can, you, you can even imagine a place where I just got the chills. Hey, you want it. You, you did, you kept sending, you know, you kept doing these things and you believe these things. Um, even Jesus says, not all who call to me, Lord, Lord will be saved. The narrow gate parable, you know, um, countless times Jesus is like, don't be so sure of yourself. You know, it's only by my grace, only by God's grace that you can be saved um, and the things that you do. Um, but anyway, it's almost like, and I, I don't want to like dumb God down to this, but you kept doing these things that 
are sinful. What is sin? Doing things that separate you from God. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's what you wanted. That's what you wanted. You know, and then now you're standing there like, and you probably, you might, some people might even get that message in heaven from God or like whenever that message comes, like you wanted this, um, whenever that day comes where, you know, heaven and earth, like really unite, just like that it's called for in Genesis or not Genesis, Revelation 21, 22, um, that day is coming. And these people are like, oh, well, I didn't believe in you anyway. And then now they got to go spend eternity in hell. And like, you know, I, I don't know that I explain that the best way. So again, no, 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 you did. Like, you did lack of words but it's just it's just a realization that hell is a real place yeah the, the gospel is a thing that liberates you and nothing can save you except for jesus his blood like we can again just like we said at the beginning preface by saying you can never talk about the gospel without talking about the cross you yeah know, and jesus the man and his life his death his resurrection and his like future return yeah because um, hell's a real place man and it's not just like like Jaden said in the previous podcast like oh we're gonna be partying in hell and da 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 it's like no, no, every pocket of goodness that you've ever had in this life, um, whether you realize it or not, that came from God. Those mm -hmm. are little pockets. Now, the pockets of hell, that's those t terrible times in your life. Just imagine that being like forever, you know, yeah. persecuted and persecuted by Satan. He hates creation. He hates God. Um, he's healed, kill, still and destroy. That's another thing. It's hard to talk about the gospel without talking about Satan. It mm -hmm. really sucks. But we just don't hear these things, you know. we got to be real about it and recognize, like, there's a place that um, if we don't, you know, share the gospel message, like that's our role, be the presence, be the image bearers of God, um, share the gospel message and um, live as best that we can in accordance with the things he's called us to be. Um, because some people go to hell and yeah. that really sucks. Some people have to spend eternity with Satan and that really sucks. And I, I don't really think I have the words for that. It just sucks. Yeah. I, uh, you know, it's so crazy. We were talking about, um, the gospel as like, it's, it's just crazy. You texted me and that was what we decided. Um, so on TikTok the other day, I would say like the last two weeks or so, um, I've had a lot of like success on social media lately. And, um, I was scrolling and on my for you page, all I could see was stuff about, cause my for you page is full of like golf, God, and like just sports basically. Yeah, And yeah. so, um, I was scrolling and I was like, man, I swear every video I'm getting right now is about God. And then I seen a creator that I know post about God. And I was like, okay, he's definitely like trying to tell me something. Mm. And there's conviction on my heart for like, this was on, um, this was last week on, I think like Wednesday or Thursday. Okay. And I woke up, seen that video. And I was like, dude, why is like, like something's going on in my heart right now. I don't know what it is, but something is going on. And all of a sudden, I just felt an urge like, listen, you're not doing anything the rest of the day until you post on social media about God and not just like a repost about something. You better talk. And so I literally sat my phone down and was like, listen, I don't know what is going on right now, but God is convicting my heart of not spreading the gospel. And so for literally like two minutes in front of my phone, um, <clears throat> I posted a TikTok and all I said was, um, you know, Basically, I just said, I feel like with my opportunity right now as a social media creator, um, something that I've been struggling with is calling versus career. My calling is to make disciples amongst all nations and spread the gospel. My career is something that I do on a day to day basis, um, along with my calling, but it's my job. You know, I, I get paid to do that for a living. And I feel like I have been so caught up lately with trying to mix the two and thinking that my calling is my career when it's not. Yeah. And so the video I posted was explaining that. And then also just mentioning the fact that like, there's been a lot of new people who follow me lately. Mm -hmm. I've gained a lot of new followers. And, uh, I just literally said, I want people to know who I am and I am yeah. a child of God. I am three things. I'm a child of God or there's three things. I am a child of God. I believe that Jesus Christ was sent, um, to die on the cross for our sins, was buried and rose again. And that I'm called to love God above all else and love others. Yeah. Three things that I want you to know about me. And I just felt like God was tugging at my shoulder. Like, Hey, remember like me? your calling <laughs> that you're supposed to do. Like I get it. You're posting on social media. Good job. You're gaining, you know, some 
attention. Let's, uh, let's circle back to me. And so I yeah. literally, I put, I made that video, posted it the same, literally a minute after I made it. It was like, okay, I think that was God telling me like, dude, your calling is still right here. Spread the gospel. And it was just, it was very liberating to just like feel that moment of like, okay, I'm and still on the right. Yeah. I'm still on the right track. Let's make sure we're keeping this at the center. Yeah. No, I feel you. I, it was, it's funny. I'm in this like work training. And so Jalen mm -hmm. has like a lot of people watching him. Right. <laughs> and so maybe not, that's not the situation for all of us, but I'm in this work training thing and, um, I get, a uh, the opportunity, you know, like Zach, like, what are you into? You know, tell us a little bit about yourself, that thing, you know? Everyone's like, oh, I'm Zach, or I'm this person. I like to do this. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, I'm Zach. My wife and I um, have been married for about a year now. And then I'm, and like, even before I'm thinking like, man, how are you going to sit here and not talk about God? It, because you're in the corporate world, there's only 30 people in this meeting, how big and how small, you know what I'm saying? And so I'm like, yeah, my wife and I are really involved in our church. Um, we love, I love to study my Bible and, you know, try to bring God's goodness into the world. That's all that I said, you know? Um, and it's not so that I can look high and mighty or moral or better than anybody, but it's like small scale, big scale, one person, 30 people, 4 million people, whatever it is, you know, that message has touched us. And it's like, man, you got to at least know about this God, this God of Israel, this God mm -hmm. of this Yahweh, God, the one who is, he just said, I am. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and, you know, Jalen was talking about feeling that conviction and that pull on your heart and I think a lot of us get the opportunity and that's what our next episode is going to be about is like, how do I share the gospel? Cause that can mm -hmm. be a challenge for a lot of people. Um, but you know, I, I feel like, um, you know, we, you always hear that thing, Oh, you can't take it with you to heaven. Um, that MacBook, that computer, that car, whatever it is. And I will preface. And I hope that everyone like recognizes what I'm trying to say, but we don't get to decide who gets into heaven and who doesn't. Um, there's no signs there, there's no, you know, well, this person's definitely not getting into heaven because they X, Y, Z, you know, um, that's not for us to say. And I, and, and, and Jesus even talks about, you're going to be judged by the same role that you judge others by. Right. So I'm like, that's not my saying. Like my job is to share the gospel, bring, make disciples of all nations. Like I'm going to stick in my lane. Um, but one thing you can bring with you to heaven is people. So when you share the gospel, you can't bring that phone. You can't bring that Tesla. You can't bring that MacBook. Whatever it is that you got, can't bring with you to heaven. But those people that you share the gospel to, with, man, them and their generations. And um, it's just because you did your job. You did your role, you know. Um, putting yourself in situations to share the gospel too. Like I work remote, so I don't see a whole lot of people in my day-to-day, -day, like maybe at the gym. Um, but, oh, I'm not going to get into it. We'll talk about more like, <laughs> how to share the gospel next week. But, but yeah, I mean, let's see. That's that's good though, dude. Um, oh, I wanted to talk about one one more thing. Is that cool? Yeah, go for it. Sweet. Um, I just had two things, which was just like, where can I re learn about the gospel? An obvious answer is in the Bible. Um, <laughs> don't boil it down to John three sixteen. Maybe start with Genesis one and work your way to like, I don't know, Revelation twenty two or so <laughs> somewhere yeah, in that range. Yeah, yeah, somewhere <laughs> um, in there. <laughs> um, and then also just again, reiterating that they're prerequisites to like understanding the gospel, which is kind of that understanding how nasty sin is. Like it's this thing that separates us from God. Just like sit on that for a second. Yeah. Um, and then in our world, especially if you're in the U S listening to this, um, I listened to this phenomenal sermon by John Mark Comer called the four American gospels. And it's the evangelical gospel, the reform, reform gospel, the prosperity gospel, and the social gospel. I won't get into it right now, but we'll put it in the notes. Um, I want to make a ClickUp document that just has like our podcast notes. You guys can go and like check it out if you're interested. If it's lame, like whatever, don't look at it. But it sucks for you. <laughs> no, um, but that, that that sermon again, it's called the Four American Gospels by John Mark Comer. Man, that really opened my eyes about the way that the gospel is shared in the U S and especially to like our world, you know, um, kind of the people that we see in the day to day. Um, and then there's this other book I read not too long ago called what is the gospel by Greg Gilbert. Um, that book was really good, super short read. And it just kind of, it's a little, a little harsh at times, I think, but it's also eye opening to remember like, Oh yeah, there is like a really dark side to the gospel of like, uh, there's a flip side <laughs> to this goodness, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, and it kind of, and it just like, I don't have a word for it other than just that it sucks. Um, but 
but yeah, and I, I think all this matters to remember that just like very clearly, if it sounded confusing, um, I believe that the gospel is much more than just Jesus' life, death, and resurrection. It's the whole story. It's the announcing of mm -hmm. the kingdom to come, which is ruled by God. It's the place where humans and God get to interact fully. Um, it's like if you go back to like the book of Kings uh, or even I think it's in Leviticus and Deuteronomy, you know, through the book of Numbers and stuff like that, where um, God's presence is in the tabernacle. He's in the temple. Um, there's the Holy of Us, Holiest of Holies, which is where like God lives and is cl the cloud of God like descends on these places and the people go and like consult him. Um, that's the place that's like the new creation. That's what we're you know, waiting for Jesus to usher in. Um, but recognizing again, like we're made in the image of God. We're supposed to be people who act and do the things that God did or the, the things that God called us to do and have his character as we see in um, Exodus 34 and live out the Lord's prayer that Jesus talks about um, when his disciples ask him, like, how should we pray? Um, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, you know? Um, and, but and again, like, what is the gospel? It's, it's so much more than just Jesus came, he died so that I can get to heaven. It's yeah. supposed to affect the people around you, your world, your loved ones. Um, it's a liberating message. And it's just the announcement that like the day's coming, you know what I'm saying? And it's going to mm -hmm. be a good day if you want it to be. Yeah, so. that's good, dude. I, I couldn't describe it any better. If if I could like... Hmm. <laughs> yeah, because you don't even... Like you want... Like inherently, don't you want to... At least I want to boil it down to... And it, points, but it's like, I, I'm not doing that. And right, right. I think if you were to have like a high school diploma, okay? A high school diploma in trying to grow your relationship with God, that's what you would say. You know, yeah, that sure. Jesus Christ was sent to die on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose again like that's that's great yes you should know that it's all true it exactly but there's so much more to it and i, I feel like there's i feel like we could say that about a lot of stuff in the bible um because you can't nitpick you can't it's like asking someone to pick their favorite verse i, I can't stand that question <laughs> what do you mean pick my favorite verse i am yeah. there's so much in the bible that i could talk about that i can't pick one verse um, it's yeah. the same way with the gospel. It, it, mm -hmm. it can be, but it can't just be the fact that Jesus Christ was sent to die on the cross for your sins. It can, but it can't be. Um, it's a great starter. It, really it is. is it let, is. Let that, be, let that be the igniter that makes yeah. you say, why? 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how? It's so, oh, that's so good. Why? Yeah. Why? Like, yeah. why, would, why would that just be the only thing? And for some people, that, that, that like, you know, a little boiled down is enough, mm -hmm. but at least for Jalen and I, I, you know, we can speak for ourselves when we say that was not enough. It took yeah. more than that for us to be like, Oh sweet. Someone's paying the bill tonight. Like sick. I'm going to get, I'm going to get a drink too. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And then you, you maybe hear another teacher or, or somebody say something that you're like, that doesn't seem right. And then you go look at it and you're like, they were right. You know, right. You know what right. I'm saying? And I'm trying to right and wrong. It's about just like, Oh, this is the word. I mean, yeah. Like, I'm just I'm trying to think of like a scenario where that would actually where like where that would be the same thing, but I, I just can't, I can't, yeah, I can't just, think of it. Yeah. It's good though. I mean, you know, I, and, and, and again, why like, okay, cool. So if I believe in Jesus then, and I go down this rabbit hole and I start to learn more about him and I say, yes, I want to be a part of this coming new creation that he's talking about mm -hmm. um, that John's talking about in revelation why would I want to be a part of that? You know? And, and to me, it's like, man, when you read about Jesus, I, I just can't shake the story about Jesus and the adulterous woman. Like when I think about a man that I'm willing to follow into the fire, like the purification fire that God, you know, that they talk about in the Bible, if there's one person I'm willing to follow into that, it's Jesus. You know? Yeah. Saying? Yeah. Um, when you read about the adulterous woman, he's like, Hey, you know, they're trying to burn her at the stake, basically bury her and stone her. And he's like, mm, let me take a second. He slows down. He sits, writes in the sand. I think he's, I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> Dude, but I, that is one of the biggest mysteries that I will forever want to know. And I can't wait I'm to know. I'm going to see that tape. I'm going to yeah. see that tape in heaven. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> We're watching film in heaven. <laughs> yeah. But he gets up and he's like, let, let the first sentence person cast the first stone. And then they start to leave oldest person first, which I think there's a lot there. But for oldest person first down to the youngest, they start to file out. And it's like, 
I want to follow that guy, you know, because that's how he loves. That's how he loves me and my wife and my mom, my dad, uh, my nephew, my niece, the stranger, the person who I haven't met, who I'm not going to meet until I'm 30, but I grow a deep relationship with. He loves them. And I'm following that guy, you know? Yeah. So good, dude. Well, I think the next episode will be a lot more like, I think this is important to like understand. Um, You know, obviously the gospel is important to understand. It's, the base reason of as to why we believe what we, what we believe. Um, and I think comprehension is great, but the second part is acting on it. How do I act on that? Um, and that's very important as followers of Christ, because that's what we're called to do is to spread the gospel, make disciples amongst all nations. So, um, that'll be what we talk about in the next one. Did you have anything else? Uh, uh, Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> I, I, I always do, but no. I know, right, this, this right. Really yeah. Yeah. When, okay, when, well. We appreciate everybody for listening. I mean, we know it's like a big, you know, we're at like 50 minutes right now. So that's kind of a lot throughout your week, whether you're working or sitting down watching this. So we just say thank you and keep working with us. Um, but, you know, we may not always say the right things. We might come back in a couple of years and be like, wow, we had some wrong theology. But, um, mm-hmm. and we know good intentions aren't going to save you, but just know that we, we love and we pray for everybody out there. And um, if there's one thing we can say, just, you know, seek, seek God, read, pray, meditate fast, um, take a Sabbath, do the things that Jesus did um, and live life to the full, you know, yeah. a little part of the gospel message. For sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Just yeah. Kill, yeah. Kill it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, and I feel like we can't ever echo this enough, dude. If we ever, you know, God, please never let us misspeak, um, you know, as, as followers of Christ. And I talked about this before. I think one of the hardest things of, you know, of being a follower of Christ is to not be a hypocrite, um, and to not make God in your own image. Uh, I think those are two very difficult things to do as followers of Christ, um, because we're human. And those are things that we do. We fall short and we like to try and make things feel right. And that's not always the case. And so if we ever misspeak or if we ever lead someone astray on accident, we are so sorry if we do. Um, yeah. But we pray that God would never let us do that. And so, you know, ask us questions, drop them in the comment section. You guys can DM us, do whatever you would like to do to contact us. Um, because all we want to do is spread the gospel in the correct way. And so, yeah. um, you know, and like Zach's, the people who, sorry, what? no, you're good. You're good. Go, go. I was going to say shout out to the people who have messaged us and just ha- ask questions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if we are not pointing you back to the Bible, then just like call us out on it. But again, that's all we're trying to do is yeah. get you to uh, open your Bible, meditate, pray, um, yeah. use some good resources, go to Bible project, please. And, <laughs> and we're far, we're far from perfect. And that's why we will always, um, you know, tell you guys to get, get other opinions. Don't just listen to us. Please don't. Yeah. We're 26 and oftentimes hey, but don't let them doubt you. Cause you're yeah. Like, yeah. 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 But I'm yeah. Sure, yeah. Have um, teachers. Like we've talked about yeah, several times, Bible project, Tim Mackey, please go listen to those. Um, but yeah, man, we, again, we appreciate you guys. We love you guys. It was a good episode. Um, this is 17 part one of, uh, what is the gospel? And then part, Two episode 18 will be what is the gospel slash how do I spread the gospel? And so, um, yeah, with that said, make sure you guys follow us on all platforms. If you're listening, come on over to YouTube, come look at our pretty faces. Um, and, uh, we will see you guys next week in the next episode. We love you guys. And we're praying for you guys. Peace and love.